This episode of Duel of Taints is brought to you by Gilgamesh Brewing, making a beer for everyone. Visit gilgameshbrewing.com for more information. Hello and welcome back to Duel of Taints, the number one podcast where we argue about shit you don't care about. I'm Rhett. I'm Kane. And today we are joined with a very special guest, a uh, a musician. So special. Very special. Keep listing my credits. Just touch it. <laughs> Just pull it out. Just take it. <laughs> touch it. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> uh, music producer, yeah. uh, comic. Um, well, it's debatable. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and number of other things. Voiceover artist. Yes. Bentley Michaels. Similar to a Subway sandwich artist. So Bentley. <laughs> yes. Mercedes wasn't good enough for your parents? Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, they just didn't want me to grow up to be a stripper. <laughs> so <laughs> so they gave me the dog. They gave me the, the small dog name. I got that a lot, actually. I used to use the joke of, you know, like the car. And, and then I got a lot of dudes going, when I would live down in Los Angeles, a lot of guys go, oh, yeah, my my wife has a little dog named Bentley, a little chihuahua. I'm like, good. No, no, let's That's just great. open with that instead. <laughs> now, first of all, I, I have listened to, to a, numer, uh, a, number, a numerous amount of your podcast. That's what I was going to say, and that doesn't work. But you guys, on an episode I was listening to yesterday, were talking about standing up and sitting down peeing. <laughs> and, and I am a sit downer a hundred percent of the time, unless I'm at a restaurant with a urinal, because uh, I have a split urethra, and it uh, it affects forty something percent of uh, all male Americans. Forty percent? Yeah. No. And I will sure. Let's look. I'm just making a facts and figures here. <laughs> but uh, I used to know the number. I forgot what it was. But. I do it because otherwise I'll just I know that I'll just have a mess to clean up. Spray so, everywhere, yeah, because like a bad cat, just like yeah, <laughs> because I've got the straight stream and then I got the one that you know broke off to do a spinoff series and it goes left. So uh, unless you want me to pee in your toilet and on your wall, I you know I sat. So you sat in here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. That's Super so cool. You do it out of necessity. I I I just do it out of laziness. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I get. Like most guys who sit, it's not out of necessity. It's just like. I just want to relax. <laughs> yeah. Just got to have this nice, relaxing pee. Just take a breath. Oh. Um, so. <laughs> well, then here's another quick question for yes. you. Yes. You just won 100 free blowjobs. Uh, here's the, here, Sure. Why not? No. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> you so won 100 so free good. blowjobs. Go on. The only catch is whatever, whatever it takes for you, you're going to go into a dark room or you're going to put your dick in a hole. It's going to be a glory hole, basically. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of them is going to be a man. Okay. You now, don't know which one. You were just excited that a hundred of them were me, so I imagine the question right. is going to be yes. But one randomly is going to be a man. Do you accept it, your hundred free blowjobs? You can only accept or decline. May I ask a question? Go ahead. Uh, is the male blowjob like? Is it going to like? You're like, not going like, to get like whiskered off or whatever. You're not going to no, know no. which one, other than the fact. So that it's just going to be an in the dark blowy. Oh, totally. Don't okay. be dumb. <laughs> I don't care. Ask him the other one. Okay. Okay, okay fine. Suppose yeah. this, Bentley. So, hold on. Let me get in my imagination machine. Okay. You walk into a bar or wherever you like to hang out. And there sits the most beautiful, the, the most perfect 
woman. I mean, if that's your thing. Uh, woman. So my wife. I see what he did there. I see what he did there. She wow, you're a listen. smart man. <laughs> she doesn't listen. She thinks me recording with friends is stupid. Go on. My wife, too. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. So, and there sits the Your most... stupid friend's coming over and you're going to talk about aliens? Well, I'm leaving. No, we're talking about Sasquatch, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, Sasquatch is an extra-dimensional uh, traveler <laughs> alien, so there you go. It could just be a... He's ch- a member of the reptilian you know, elite. You know, or, you know, that's where George Lucas got his idea for Chewbacca. He was a, he was a Sasquatch. He actually thing. got it from his dog. <laughs> Did he really? Uh, yeah. He, had, he was riding in, he was riding in uh, like, a pickup truck or something, and his dog was in the front seat. He looked over, like, a fucking, like, co-pilot. He was, like, an animal. Fucking nerd. That's actually actually where he got Chewbacca from. You fucking nerd. The same dog that he named Indiana Jones after. Oh. You were named I'd... after the dog. <laughs> okay, so what's my... Uh, okay. Head- a lot of good memories of that dog. <laughs> yeah, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he got 100 blowjobs from that dog, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you were to walk into a dark no, room, Indiana... Well, that was the, that's the line for the movie. God damn it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking the bits. It's, I'm making oh, it home over Look, guys, real quick, real the quick. The thing about comedy is, <laughs> <laughs> please tell us. We don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> that was for that was for uh, a couple of my friends that might be listening. <laughs> no, they're not. They are. <laughs> oh, good. We'll have 15 listeners this <laughs> time. Thank you, Bentley. You're welcome. Yeah, you guys got the Bentley bump. <laughs> Finally. This is what we've been that waiting for. That sounds like for. the most homoerotic like, dance move, the Bentley bump. You know? <laughs> like, it's like the wobbly H. <laughs> you see Bentley come over like his like, butt cracks hanging out, and he's just kind of like <laughs> grinding on you. <laughs> it's like the Adam West Batman dance, yeah. you know? <laughs> the Bentley bump. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Well, Let's real get... quick. Now I got Since yes. we're on the subject of Indiana Jones, I do have yeah. to ask now. I w- no, yes. this is getting. I would wait till after because okay. we'll never get to it. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. Okay? Yeah, you guys hit it off right. in all aspects. She is like the perfect match for you. Right. She laughs at your jokes. Finally. You guys just mesh <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> Everything about her, you think. I would like to think Allison Brie would do this for me. Oh, <laughs> the <Jesus>. porn star. <laughs> No, Alice, from fucking Community, and she was just in that Will Ferrell uh, Get Hard movie. She was like his bitchy wife. Have you never watched I Community? I haven't seen that yet, no. I don't... Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Community. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm, okay, ask me a question. I'm going to pull up a picture of her because you're going to know okay. who she is. So, the, uh, fuck. The most perfect woman ever. Okay, right. you guys hit it off on all aspects. Yeah. Now, she, you guys get hot and heavy. You take it back to her place or your place. Whatever the fuck does it her for place. you. Her place. She's got a nicer pad. Yeah, exactly. So, you she's get there. She's got money. Yeah. <laughs> she does. If she's perfect for you, and that's what you're into. Yeah. Dead grandma money. Too far? Yeah. Should I cut that out? <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. Yeah. I, I, I had to... Uh, I spent my dead grandma money. That's Allison Brie. Oh, yes, Was yes. It? Okay. Oh, okay. I see her. Yeah. So, um... I thought I thought we had made a pact to silence our phones. Yeah, I just And then Rhett, old engineer Rhett over here. That's what you want to call him. So, I've got the most perfect woman in the okay, world. Okay, now you get to her me. house, and now you're getting ready to pull down her pants or whatever, and she says, Bentley, I gotta stop you right Okay. Now. She says, look... A wizard cast a spell on me. Oh, Jesus. I have a mega massive throbbing penis in these pants. It's like uh-huh. nine inches. Like, you barely get your fucking hand around it. And she says, look. But this is like princess and the frog situation. Like, okay. And she says, look, it'll go away. I'll be yours forever. We can stay together forever. Nice. But you have to suck me off. Oh, well, don't be dumb. Okay. <laughs> look. This is better than Lee when Lee had answers, asking all these quantifying questions. Like, okay, what if it's a Tuesday and 
Yeah, he's like, what's the phase of the moon? <laughs> if I have to suck Allison Bree's dick in order to make it go away, that's what I'm going to do because I'm a goddamn professional. I'm a professional for love. Why oh, do we even yeah. bother asking him? We knew the answers. Oh, <laughs> he's baby. talking about having my balls on his chin earlier. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, Allison Bree. Oh, oh. Well, are we watching Ferris Bueller right now? <laughs> Hi. I'm Barry White, and Paul Quinn College invites you May 8th, 9th, and 10th for a beautiful getaway in Waco, Texas for the fir- for the first fucking thing. Have you guys, have you heard those Barry White outtakes? Yeah. yeah. So good. Come on, Tony. <laughs> trying to cut a fucking spot here. Shit. <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> so now that I have either sucked a dick or got my dick sucked, what's yeah. next, guys? <laughs> okay, next question we have to get out of the way. This is just a formality. Oh, I already know the answer. I already know this answer to this one. Uh, too. It's I don't probably going to be yes. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is about sucking some, one of your guys' dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's change the question uh, quickly. Uh, 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 he's on to us. Gotta go to the other one, Rhett. Okay. Uh, the other question: uh, Who is better, no, Han are... Solo or Indiana Jones? Who is better? Yeah. Well, and don't give us this middle of the road bullshit, dude. Oh, well, and we'll have you know that we are divided. We each have one that we're strongly for. Yeah, I think I actually. Listen to the episode where you guys talked about this. Oh, there's been several. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, if, yeah. The first time we actually, I thought Rhett was going to punch me in the face. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm dead serious. Like, he actually stood up and he's screaming started at this, me. We started this debate on episode four. Oh, okay. Um, and it's gone through the ages. Well, like, I have such an affinity for both because I'm 34. I don't know how old you guys are. Uh, I turned 30 25. in a few months. Okay. 25? Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I saw Jedi in theaters. I also saw Last Crusade at the Elsinore when they still showed movies oh, regularly. Wow. Um, and obviously, I love them both growing up. But I'm going to have to go with uh, Han Solo. Ha! Gay! Only, <laughs> hold on. Only because, as a child, when I watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and watched that dude get his heart ripped out, I was not up on Indiana Jones for a long time because I was like, no, no. Because I think I was like five or six and my, my aunt had just gotten HBO, so she recorded it. And on the VHS, it had Indiana Jones and then Indiana, uh, Last Crusade and then Temple of Doom. Yeah. And Temple of Doom had a red dot next to it, which means I wasn't allowed to watch it. Uh. But I watched it anyway because I was like, well, the first Indiana Jones wasn't that bad. And then I was like, oh, Jesus, the heart got ripped. Oh, I don't know. And for a long but time. But that really had nothing to do with Indiana Jones. Oh, I understand. But as a child, Indiana Jones scarred me for a little bit. So I'm going to have to go Han Solo because he's never scarred me. Except for the scar of love across That's, the That only works to my argument. My Any, Han Solo, safe. Yeah. Totally. Safe. Totally. Han, Han Solo is a safe bet. But Pussy also. Safe. Shut the fuck up. But also, you can't really you can't really quantify uh, the the dangers of Han Solo because you can't imagine uh, what it would be like flying around in the Millennium Falcon in space because we have no thing for it like that. It's not so, real. That's right. Jones is more realistic. I'll turn any argument you bring up against exactly. You. <laughs> but so like so in in the other universe, I say Indiana Jones because that is technically a realistic thing that I could experience. And as a child, took a rope tied it to a tree, and then used to jump off, like, my deck or, like, out of higher branches than a tree and swing around like Indiana Jones. Right. And I couldn't, I could only go pew pew with my finger and, you know, trying to shoot my little brother who I had painted in green face to be Greedo. 
<laughs> a green face. <laughs> Next question. What's your opinion on blackface? Um, don't have a strong one, uh, but I enjoyed the movie Bamboozled how, when they explained how they originally did the makeup, which was they burned down uh, corks from bottles. And then the ash, they add either a, it's either just water or it's, uh, they add a, a, a light oil and then they take the ash and they mix it together and it becomes the black paste that the huh. people would wear. Yeah. That's interesting. Little, little personally, history on racism for you. Uh, yeah. Personally, I prefer Anthony Hopkins as Othello. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's a dark spot in movie history for him, I bet. Or that dude who played, uh, what is it? Was it Jerry Lewis who had that Charlie Chan character? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking. I, I don't With know the if teeth in the glasses yeah, being oh, Asian or whatever. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even if you watch some of those really old Disney like movies, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, but Dumbo. Chitty, chitty, like, bang, with bang. the crows. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, that's like, oh my god, that's right. Ra- like now, I, I'm just watch that. The other it's day. very stereotypical. Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, like, you watch. Yes, I think, and they're always like, like all the lazy, all the lazy mices are always taking <laughs> uh, siestas, and and Speedy's the one always having to run across this border or this fence to get the cheese from the cat. And the cat is guarding the border slash fence. There's always a line. Oh, yeah. Oh, old Looney Tunes, you racist. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's some, like, nowadays, like, I'm really curious if, if and when they re-release, like, Dumbo, if, like, you're going to edit out stuff, because that's, like, blatantly, like, holy crap, that's Yeah, or, <laughs> that's I mean, even Transformers, because they had, was it, uh, Jazz in the original 80s Transformers cartoon was, was like, a, oh, yeah, he was, Dizzy Gillespie, or he, or, fuck, what was it? I forget, but he, it was a, like an actual, you know, he was pretty... like blacker than the night. But yeah, he was like an old jazz singer or something like yeah. that, that, uh, he had that voice. And then, you know, in the new ones, Michael Bay really fucking urbanized him. Yeah. This looks like a good place. We can kick it. Little bitches. <laughs> I was just like, man, surely there has to be an old black jazz singer. You could just use instead. Right. Yeah. And there's, there are actual <laughs> old black jazz singers alive. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is on this, this fucking questioning agenda you have? <laughs> I don't know. Are, are those all your uh, hypotheticals, or do you have more? Because I'll, uh, I'll sit here and play. I think that's about it. I mean, we got a fucking. Those shit are the classic ones that we've those used. Those are the classics. Those are the ones we we vet. Open with the classics. With. Yeah, yeah. And then and then it's all downhill from there. Pretty much. All right. I can <laughs> well, as soon it. as this podcast starts, it's just all downhill. I can't agree with you more, King. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh fuck! How oh, yeah, that? well, I'm going to start a podcast called the Forty Six Parallel. How about that? Well, that's fine. One up you. Yeah. That's cool. I feel like that got too personal. I didn't mean to. Yeah, he's pissed now. He's just (laughs) like, fuck this guy. I'm about to stand up and argue about it. solo. Uh, No, no. Yeah, no. I encourage anybody. Start start another podcast because surely somewhere along the way somebody's going to someone's going to do it better than me but not yet <laughs> oh and i should have i should have included that in uh, in your little intro of course bentley is a podcaster himself Fellow podcaster yes and he's got two that i know of two great podcasts i first uh, heard about him on 45th parallel yes that's and, our paranormal podcast yeah and so obviously you definitely get into that if you today. like duelatans yeah, totally you'll fucking yeah. you'll fucking love 45th parallel if you're into coast to coast or ground zero You'll fucking love forty. Or the parallel. unexplained. You ever? The you unexplained know? is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, with Howard Hughes. And uh, and then the have other. Have you guys one... ever gotten a shout out on that show? Because I have. Whatever. No. 
That's cool. We'll do a we dance. Didn't... We don't get shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's from like ba- <laughs> Rhett's wife, Bailey. Shut up! Yeah. It's it's often uh, local <laughs> shitty podcast, Duel of Taints, offends millions. <laughs> you wish that's And what yet their said. listenership hasn't gone up. <laughs> you know, uh, there, there's this one writer, political writer called Matt Walsh. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, we, we tried to flame him back in the day to try and get him to respond. Oh, to I was trolling him for weeks. Like, please just... <laughs> like write an article telling me that I'm going to hell or something, please. Right, right. And then, and because yeah, then you got that on your side. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he recognizes now. your your Han Solo like attempt to uh, <laughs> yeah to attack him via the internet. Well, then again, he is such a shitty person. He might actually like listen to the show religiously. Oh yeah, that'd be great. What a <laughs> shout out to Matt Walsh. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't can't. want anybody to know, so that's why he doesn't mention us. <laughs> I love this podcast. God, you know, I, they make fun of me, but God damn it, it's so accurate and funny. I love it. Um, yeah, I've got the 45th parallel, which uh, uh, comes out on Fridays, and right now we uh, recently, back in, I guess not recently, but back in May, we uh, it used to just be in the Thinking Thoughts feed, because Thinking Thoughts is my other podcast, and it used to be more of an interview-based thing, and then I fucking started running out of people that I knew, or at least that I found interesting, and I was like, I need a fucking co-host, so we got Jared, who hosts the open mic that Rhett and I do. Um, he's now my co-host, so now it's, you know, it's similar to this, you know, it's Smodcast, which is the yeah. first podcast I ever heard. Yeah, same, same here. You know, so it's like, I love that, you know, that, 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 that easy sort of banter between friends, but then it's got a little bit of that Hollywood Babylon thing in there as well. Like where, you know, we've got three different little segments that we talk, uh, we've got the weekly wrap up, which mainly we talk about ourselves and we've got Tinseltown, which is all of our, uh, uh, opinions about, you know, movies and different shit that's coming out. And then our third section is hypothetic hyperbole. And that's where we basically kind of, we each, uh, both of us come up with a different sort of hypothetical for each other every week. And then, you know, we kind of do what we did in, in the beginning. And then yeah. 45th is uh, all about, uh, you know, the paranormal and stuff. And so it's on its own feed now. So we're doing a episode every other week, a new episode. And then we release an archive episode uh, starting with number one. I would say that we found our format and was and we were pretty decent by episode three, archive episode three, um, because it was because uh, Boz is a, was a little reticent. He's like, "What? Do, what do people care?" But now he just has a great fucking time. Yeah, we're, he's we're, great. We're still yeah. waiting to find our <laughs> dude. Episode one, I think, is still our best episode. Yeah, it's up like there. it's still our best because it's like that was we had talked about it for a long time, like what we were going to talk about. Right. The whole podcast started. It was going to be Star Wars arguments. Right. And episode one was like our best Star Wars argument. Like we were fucking shouting at each other. of how Star Wars actually works. Exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to that one where you guys talked about, uh, where you guys talked about the prequels and stuff. And that's funny because on Monday when thinking, or Tuesday when thinking thoughts comes out, I went off on a rampage about just leave the fucking prequels alone. Think what you want about it, but like, do you need to bring it up every single time now that <laughs> the Force Awakens is coming out? Like, oh, do you God. need to just be like, it's finally going to save us from this bullshit? And I'm like, yeah, we get it, but dude, you talk to my kids, they don't. They Revenge go, of the Sith is badass. That's, yeah, and you know, honestly, I, I've been thinking. It's funny that you mentioned this because this week I've been thinking about it a lot. Like, because all these articles are just they, they talk about Force Awakens and then they trash talk the prequels. Right. It's like. The prequels have their place. They're not. There's worse movies out there than uh, yeah. Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like, granted, Phantom Menace Geely. doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ghost Dog. But <laughs> granted, like Phantom Menace doesn't hold a candle till Empire Strikes Back. No, it, it doesn't. No. However, no, a bad Star Wars movie is better than no Star Wars movie. In, in my terms opinion. of sound design, one of my favorite scenes in any movie is the pod racing scene. Yeah. 
It's fucking awesome. And also, like, you and get... if you watch that with like your four year old son, which is when I showed him episode yeah. one because he was sick one day. When you watch that, you gain a whole new level of enjoyment because you watch him enjoy the entire movie for the spectacle that it is. Yeah. And it's just like, holy shit. And you're like, wow. Wow, that plays to a four-year-old. Oh, interesting. And George, his kids were young at that time. So he made Jar Jar. He made it sillier. He's older. But there's tons of fuck. Oh, and I fucking totally agree with what you motherfuckers were saying. Darth Maul should not have been cut in half. Fuck, I know. And and I was so fucking happy on the Clone Wars when they brought him back and he had like the robot lower yeah. half. Dude, I know, yeah. I think it was season four maybe that happened. Yeah. And then he had like the yellow, uh, uh, his brother or whatever that was the yellow, yeah. yellow tattoos or paint or whatever it was instead of uh, red. But Yeah, the Zebrak, I think that's I mean, just like their natural No matter how bad Phantom Menace is or isn't, it always will have Darth Maul. Yeah. Which it's, it's, and fucking Liam Neeson, dude. Quite and Liam Neeson's actually badass. pretty tits in that movie. Yeah. And there was nothing better than sneaking out of your parents' house to go to the midnight showing of fucking Phantom Menace. And then at that end, Rats of doors open, Darth Maul's. And there's. That's where the name Dual Tains comes from. That song, Dual Fates. Yeah. And then his lightsaber turns sideways, the other side comes out, and you're like, Oh, he's not fucking around. Because yeah. at that point, he'd only done the one-sided, yeah. right? Yeah. He'd only fought yeah. with him in the desert with one-sided. Yeah. So he's like, boom. And then you're like, boom. And you're like, oh, you motherfucker. Dude, and then yeah. they both light up and it's boom. And I got to tell you, still, I think on on film, they, they never, I don't think they ever beat it. They got more elaborate. They added more cool things and that, you know, like force, Dude, you know, force my stuff. favorite lightsaber move ever, Obi-Wan Kenobi with the, he f- fucking Darth Maul gives him one of these and Obi-Wan, boom, and then he blocks it behind. Behind his head. Fuck yes. Swings. He does the, uh, the butterfly flip over yes. the fucking blade. That, that little exchange between them, the best lightsaber thing. Easy. Put Easy on film, best. for sure. Oh, um, the next best is Obi-Wan versus Anakin, I think. My mom, sure. I mean, I've talked, my, my favorite, it's by no far the most, ele- it's by no means the most elaborate or whatever, but the, the very last one in uh, Return, Return of the Jedi with oh. Vader and Skywalker. Dude, I music. love the That way, one's really epic. I love the way he's fucking swinging that thing like a fucking jackhammer yeah, over see, his that head. One's and, my, and then, that's and my all favorite. This, he's swinging down and he cuts the cables and the sparks are everywhere. And it's cool because they did, because they used, and they tried to do this in Attack of the Clones and failed miserably at it. But in that, when he's like underneath the rafters or, uh, you know, on the walkways and stuff, uh, Luke and, and Vader, you know, and Vader's talking about, oh, sister and yeah. like all that crap. No! The, the, there's tons no! of stuff where they did, where they would actually use colored light poles. So, and then they tried to redo it with like Dooku and Obi-Wan fighting. And it just looked like two weird dudes on acid, like sw- <laughs> swinging like colored <laughs> lights in front of each other. Yeah. Cause it was just like, you know, Christopher Lee, way too old. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's what we said. The other point I made on on my podcast was, <laughs> without those three movies, you wouldn't have the CGI and the ability to do what you do nowadays yeah. in any other fucking movie. Because before Phantom Menace, that movie fucking pioneered so much CGI in so much of the way, like because yeah. Jar Jar, you watch those tests with him wearing like the just a replacement the, head, yeah. Yeah. and then where they basically they mocapped him, like. You don't have Andy Serkis, you know, tearing ass around his golem and King Kong and every other fucking thing that he does, like, without Jar Jar Binks. Exactly. And so I, take that, internet, you fucks. And <laughs> and the beauty of CGI is, like, if they want to, eventually they, they, can, upgra- fix it. You know, they can upgrade all those special effects because, I mean, 
It's not that hard. Did you hear Disney is re-releasing the theatrical Star Wars releases, the originals? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wait, wait, no, on like DVD and VHS? They're going to be like the original version of- The original theatrical New Hope- Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. The Finally, t- without, I can get rid of my three VHS that- set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But seriously, no, I'm, I'm in the yes, same boat. All, all the, the digital editing, is the, like the cassette. Han is shooting first. The TH mastered like box set. Yes. Of the v- yeah, exactly. Yes, with like the yeah, which actually for its day that was pretty well packaged. Oh, well, totally. Fuck yes, dude. Deal, I know. We st- we had that shit at our house too. And, it was and just I liked like how on the cover, uh, the, the three the three characters um, they use for the cover of each. You know, uh, yeah, Vader. Uh, Yoda. Yoda and then a stormtrooper, stormtrooper. Like, which was awesome. Yeah, it's like, God, they didn't. I mean, Vader, all, that makes sense, but the other two is like not the most iconic, but like it made sense in a weird way. Like, right. God, whoever fucking designed that was, you know, they earned their Geniuses, money that day. Dude. Yeah, I'm, um, and plus the, and it was rad, you know, gearing up to episode one, how they re released them, even though George added shit or whatever, uh, to them. But I loved going and watching the original trilogy in the theaters. In the in the mid nineties, oh, when, when they, they re-released re- it, when they yeah. re-released yeah. him, and you know, he added more shit in the background and whatever, and I didn't that didn't bother me because I was like, yeah, okay, it's still Star Wars. Like, yeah, like I said, I mean, it's a cool. bad Star Wars. Anything is better than no Star Wars. And plus, he was figuring yeah. out stuff he could do in Episode One, like that that bigger CGI shot of them going into Tatooine, like on his speeder or whatever. Oh, you know, it was yeah. all CGI, and they're all kind of sitting there. Like as a once again, I was in I was in uh, high school in ninety six. That was my freshman year. So seeing that shit in the theater on a big screen down at it was Movie Land Seven then now it's Cinnabar downtown yeah seeing that in the big theater there Star Wars I saw that I saw a New Hope four times yeah in high school like my so mom great. my mom saw the original uh you know the original Star Wars yeah probably like eleven or twelve times when mm. she was a kid. And unfortunately, I didn't get to see the re-releases of Star Wars in theaters because my dad went to go take me, and we went to Lancaster Mall. But Your the dad line- went for cigarettes and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> of, tell him Steve Dave. Is that where you got that from? No, no. Oh, that there's that. They, they devoted a whole episode of Tell Him Steve Dave to, you know, like. Oh, one, that that one, concept. Yeah, that concept. One of the oh, guys okay. wishing his dad would have gone. For oh, <laughs> the uh, no, we went to go see it. But the line wrapped around the whole mall. Oh yeah, yeah. And I and I had a really bad cold, and it was raining out. Oh, and, Red yeah. got the sniffles. So, yeah, I did. So I didn't get to see the re-release. But my mom took me to see Phantom Menace like six times, Hell seven yeah. times. And I, dude, and I was a kid. I was twelve, I think, when that came right. out. So I was just like, "Fuck, this is Star Wars." And I yeah. already liked Star Wars because my brother, my brother is your age, and he just—I mean—he grew up on this shit, and he just he. I never really quite understood it, I think, until I saw Phantom Menace. Right. And then I had this new appreciation for the originals. Yeah. Which I still loved, but it was just this refound. That's uh, what I'm waiting for with my kids. Like, as they get older, for them to under really understand the concept and or maybe they understand the concept now, but they just don't give a fuck. But for them to realize that this was made and, you know, made and released in 77, then 81, yeah. then 84. Yeah. You know, um, and, and these were made you know, 20 plus years later, that sort of thing. Because they, they watch they watched the originals and they're like, yeah, but it's kind of slow. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, because they were still, they still have that seventies, eighties mentality of storytelling, you know, make the story more prevalent, more important yeah. than the CGI. Which honestly, I know. think it's better. I yeah. Do too. And I've heard that force awakens is going to be a little bit more like the, they released a runtime of it the other day. What is it? It's, uh, one hundred and like twenty six minutes or something. Dope. Nice. So 
It's like a, exactly was, two hours. I was terrified that it was going to be like 90 minutes or something. I know. Well, and then I was equally terrified, though, that we get like some three-hour like Hobbit slog shit. piece. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, as soon as I heard it was two hours, at first I was like... Because what was episode one? That that seems like it was like 2.15 or 2.30. Phantom Menace? Yeah. Phantom Menace was actually surprisingly long. I thought yeah, I would it, say it was yeah. almost two and a half hours. Yeah, though. it might be. It's it's pretty long. I would say between yeah two fifteen and, and there's a little there's a little, I mean shit that fucking Jared and I have talked about it on Thinking Thoughts, but oh, fucking toe toe for grace, just release the goddamn edit. Yes, you the supercut. Yeah, I know. Too bad what we'll a, never be able to see it. I know we'll never see it. He was on nerdist podcast yeah that's within the last year and they talked about it and hardwick was trying to hint around to it and he's just like no not gonna do it and in hard you know if if hardwick can't see it then i guess none of us will see it. yeah i heard about it from uh oh, I, I, pointless I, podcast i'm not with i'm not Perrera. familiar with it I, I know what topher's his thing is but why, why can't anyone see it because oh. he doesn't have the rights oh because so he paid for like a public screening or whatever oh, at, like the chinese theater or whatever it was like the whatever yeah, okay. that he paid for one public screening and he invited a bunch of people a bunch of his friends in Hollywood and all this yeah. shit, and they watched his cut, and which then is that was all it. three movies cut together to make one ultimate movie. The the, the prequels or the, the original? Okay. Oh, no, he did the prequels. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Which is better? It just flows. I mean, and then I don't know if you heard us talk about the machete order of mm. movie. There's this order called the machete order, and mm. I can't remember it off the top of my head, unfortunately. Machete. I could look it up, machete. but it's something. It's something like you cut out episode one entirely. Okay. And then you watch episode two. Or wait, how does it go? Oh. I thought I thought it was. Oh no no no! no. You watch episode. Rhett's you watch book. episode four, five. Uh-huh. Then you watch two and three, and then six. Yeah. Mm. And it, it's supposed to the narrative arc is supposed to flow a lot better in that sense because it's like oh you find out Vader is Luke's father and then you're like well how did he come to this and then you watch episode two and three and you fucking see his fall mm. into the dark side and right. then you watch episode six where everything just wraps together yeah nothing more fucked up than Anakin's face when the when the younglings were like what do we do and it just like you it just is he's got that it's like that zoom in on his fucking yeah. eyes and then later you see like the holograms of him just slaughtering yeah. kids left and right it was awesome yeah fucked <laughs> up man yeah that part made me feel i felt really bad for him because uh yeah i mean it was great because like you you hear about this and then you go how does he become vader how does and the fact that he has to and and i believe by the time some clone wars or like maybe a clone wars movie or something had you know they'd done some animated Oh, they'd done Star Wars The Clone Wars animated, but it was the the 2D animation version. Yeah, of yeah which is really good. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Awesome. You know, and they'd done and then I think like episode three came out and that sort of business. Yeah. And then uh um and then they did the you know the spin-off TV show, which is great too because I love the TV show. Yeah. It's really cool because you get to see A, more Star Wars and B like uh all the the, the whole idea it. of the clone wars and, yeah like, which it, is actually really fun to watch yeah like i was telling kane like and it really puts grievous's character like into perspective i think because yeah. you don't get much with him in episode three no and it's like oh he's this bad guy and then obi-wan whoops his ass <laughs> like oh totally but you get to see like the rivalry throughout the whole show and yeah. all. it's actually a great show and now rebels is out which i haven't seen at all but i kind of wanted to watch and then i saw the animated the animation style and i was like ugh. Not for but me. I might, I might give it a go because it is considered canon now. Oh, nice. now that they shit on all of my extended yeah. universe. Anything, here's some anything TV or film is canon. Here's some Star Wars for you. Uh, did you see that thing that I did? That stop motion thing? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, I did uh, for this YouTube channel. It's this 
fuzzy red puppet, you know, kind of looks like, you know, a Muppet or, you know, Grover-ish type of thing. And it's geared towards kids, but it's a stop motion thing. And uh, I played Chewbacca and Kylo oh, Ren. Oh, fuck, yes. You you told me about this. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, and you know, it, they do stop motion and because he went out and he got like all the new toys on Force Friday. And so then he did, yes. you know, some like some stop motion, just silly little story. And then at the end, the puppet reviews the toys. You know, it's got like an yeah. Elmo sort of high pitched voice and stuff. So it's definitely, but it's cool just because now I've got some, you know, I, I got Wars to do credit. Chewbacca and I got to do Kylo Ren, yeah. which is really cool. That's and right, then I, think, yeah. I just got cast as uh, Batman for some guy's Lego YouTube channel. He's doing stop motion with Legos and stuff. Oh, that's fucking awesome. And so I'm I'm Batman and, and Bruce Wayne. Uh, There's another thing you did where you were Magneto and... Yeah, stop motion comic. Yeah, I'm, I'm Magneto. I had two lines in the whole fucking thing. It was like a 20-page script. I was like, <laughs> "There's on the first page, I had a line. And then like on the 15th page, I had a line. And I and I was like, I think I only have two lines, right? You know, I did like a search and, and he's like, yep, yeah, that's it. And Boy, then, might. <laughs> yeah. I do. Uh, I do. E. McKellen. Uh, I did E. McKellen's Magneto. I get hired to do that voice a lot, actually. Yeah, e. McKellen, it's a good they voice. Want, like an old British guy, and so he's I just got do a that he's voice. got a fucking powerful voice, dude. Yeah, it's really cool. I just did something uh, yesterday as E. McKellen. Actually, uh, can we hear a sample? Oh, but of course you can hear a sample. <laughs> wow, that's actually pretty that's, good. That, that, yeah, that's a Gandalf. that reminded that reminded me Gandalf, of like, uh, and then you'll fit. The white sands, of, or you know, whatever the fuck. Like, talk, <laughs> yeah, he's talking about fucking dying. Do not mistake me for some conjurer of tricks or whatever. It's been a long time since no, I've seen it. Conjurer of cheap tricks. Cheap tricks. Like the band. You know, cheap trick. <laughs> I want you to help me. <laughs> Mr. Jackson, can we, can we reference cheap trick in your Hobbit films? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're the future Charles <laughs> dude that was perfect I was trying to think of a good Magneto line <laughs> yeah or, or from the third one oh Charles I like this one when they're on Jean Grey's yeah, yeah, like yeah. and he looks outside and everything's fucking floating and shit ah oh. yeah, yeah I get hired to do him for narration quite a bit actually they're like, e-, you know, they never say it's Ian McKellen because obviously yeah, then I like, get in can trouble. Can you just do uh, like, yeah. old British guy, Gandalf, old Magneto? British guy, yeah. <laughs> Movie trailer guy. I get Macbeth. Do that a lot too uh, just because I have that sort of voice. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Uh, or And I talk about this on stage, but like yeah, I'll do Optimus Prime. Like I call kids for their birthday party. Yeah, yeah. It's Optimus Prime and stuff like that. So the first time I actually ever saw you, oh okay, uh, I had shown up for an open mic, and it was sometime in the spring, like mm-hmm. March or April or something like that. And you got up there, and uh, and the first thing you was said, a huge asshole, probably. <laughs> no, actually, you weren't. You you were really short, and actually, I thought I thought it was fucking hilarious. But the first thing you did was like like yeah, I do a podcast called Forty Fifth Parallel. That's how I found out about Forty Fifth Parallel. Oh, okay, and I vaguely remember this. And then you did fucking Jesse Ventura. The whole time. Oh, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and you just fucking... You I've got well, time to bleed. <laughs> yeah, because it was the guy before me. He was up there. Oh, yeah, and he did some really bad impressions, didn't he? Yeah, he did He did bad... He did bad impressions, but then he also talked about Jesse Ventura in his conspiracy theory show, and then oh, he That's how 45th Parallel came up, too. Yeah, and then... And so... Yeah, when I got up there, I was like, you know, I, I wanted to set the tone, you know, look, I, I'm, I'm not making fun of this guy, because... I sat down on the stool, and then I look right at the guy because I saw where he sat down. I was like, "So I host a paranormal podcast for you, you know, put it out there." 
So the audience understood that I wasn't fucking with the guy. And I was like, so are you actually into conspiracy, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then he was like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, do you watch that Jesse Ventura show? He's like, yeah. I was like, isn't he the best? <laughs> and, and then I've, and, and I said some other shit. And then, yeah, I went into the Jesse Ventura impression where I'm like, oh, hello. It's your old pal, Jesse Ventura, calling you from my compound down in Mexico, where I'm living completely off the grid. The Illuminati's trying to find me, but they won't. I'm bouncing signals off of so many satellites. That almost sounds more like Sean Connery trying to like like do American accent, but, he, but when he's about ready to rape somebody. <laughs> you know, it's just like... Oh, like in that one Bond movie where he slaps pussy galore and then like takes her in the fucking... The hay bale or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> That's what I was like, wow, if he was like... I listened to Jesse's podcast, and so I'll... If I'm ever losing the impression, like... I'll listen to his podcast, but he yeah. has a weird thing because he because because I am from Minnesota, yeah. so he still has the you know that sort of Minnesota uh, that, that that Fargo Wisconsin. sort of thing you know yeah. and uh, like the mom on Bobby's World and and yeah and then it's like there's there's a couple step process I figured it out it's like then he has the rough voice. And then it's like his tongue is too big to be in his mouth. So his tongue's like always bouncing around. Then there's the Minnesota thing. And finally, he sort of has a speech impediment because I think Jesse now has veneers. So it's like talking around his fake teeth. From when Chris Kyle punched him in the face? Yeah, when the predator fucking ripped his dick off and sucked in the dark in the forest. (laughs) Why couldn't I have been there for that movie? If you, Rhett, if you had to have your dick sucked by a predator... Would you do it where you could see the predator, or would he have to be in camouflage mode? Nothing bad's gonna happen to your dick. Just a great blowjob. No, I'd see it. I mean, he's got a cool mouth. Oh no, god, that'd be so terrifying. <laughs> Grab his saw, dreadlocks. I might, I might uh, prematurely come as soon as I hear that. Oh, you can do it. <laughs> Fuck, that's one of those things. Such a silly thing. I can do a bunch of voices, bunch of impressions, tons of. I can't fuck figure out the goddamn predator. It's actually really hard to do. I can't even do it. But yeah, what the hell are you? My my buddy, who was the singer of our band, one of my bands that I was in, uh, in my in my young twenties. That 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 was his big thing. Oh, you're really at, making yourself at at home, band huh? practice. <laughs> yeah, brand new shoes. <laughs> stupid to break them in uh, right now. Um, but uh, um, yeah, he used to at band practice all the time. He just do that. I can't do it. This <laughs> fucking makes me so angry. Kane's good at making odd sounds. <laughs> well, you said you do Chewbacca. I mean, I, I do a pretty good Chewbacca. I'm not saying mine's gonna be like better than yours. It probably isn't, but let's hear your Chewbacca real quick. I want to hear yours first. Oh, you do it with the the tongue, the tongue roll. Yeah, nice. I know some people try to do it with like the uvula, like the the boxing bag in the back of your throat. Yeah. Actually, no. I think that's. I, I kind of. I kind of go back and forth a little bit. I'd probably do it more with the back of the <laughs> <laughs> Your fucking face when you do it is priceless. Yeah. <laughs> you almost have to do like when I do it. I have to do the. I have to do the cowardly line. Like. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Totally. It's, yeah, it's right in that same thing because it's like that. It's like that weird resonance in like your nose and that sort of yeah yeah like what do you yeah, that, he has that, like that humph yeah. yeah I can't fucking when it's basically like you fucker life. yeah I, I got to do like basically for that it was like in the script it was like Chewbacca roar Chewbacca roar Chewbacca roar Chewbacca roar sad Chewbacca roar really angry Chewbacca roar sort of angry 
Chewbacca roar confused. Like it was all, it was just like a <laughs> Chewbacca roar. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> like I would do like, like I would just sit there and make noises into the microphone and just like, because <laughs> you know sometimes he's yeah got, like, he's got that little wine stuff. sound. I don't yeah. care what you smell, you big oaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buzz your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, fuck, I messed it up. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> 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 totally. That's the bad. one I can't master is like the Chewbacca laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, that I one's hard. That. Can you do that? Uh-uh, I t- I forgot about that. <laughs> it's, it's like a really weird. <laughs> like yeah. I, I really want to know what they Hold use on. specifically Hold on. for Hold that. Okay, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> do that I believe again. you were doing a flying pig sound effect. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe I tried to give that an honest effort while laughing. <laughs> that was like you were doing like Caesar and Planet of the Apes or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's this. I, oh, dude, you guys were talking about that when that when the when the uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the bad ape like plays you know plays stupid for the guards and then fucking turns on him and kills him. In, yeah. In uh, was it in Rise Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Well, we talked about that. Yeah, I thought. So. Yeah, cause I just I just watched it. I thought, I thought, I thought that was... This where that was, yes. Yeah, I think... But Red, does, Red has a better memory with this shit than I do, so... I anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway. I must have been drunk or not listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking but about what I was going to say Koba, next. is that his name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Yeah. Holy shit. And didn't... Because and, did Andy Serkis... I know he did Caesar, and they tried a new technique, which is... He wore the, the mocap suit, but they also basically... They just overlaid Caesar instead of taking Andy Serkis out... He was in every single scene, so the actors could actually act off of him, and then they well, just yeah. overlaid Caesar. They did the same thing with, and pretty much the same the exact thing they did with Gollum, because he was in every scene, they just, you know, obviously took they out Oh, did they do that? Yeah. And, and King Kong, too. He actually played King Kong, even, like, when, like, uh, what's her- on some steroids? Or? Well, what's his, when What's Her Nuts was, like, supposedly in, her, in his hand or whatever, he would be, like, 30 feet up in a ladder- making, like, noises and sounds and, like, right. big motions for her to react to. That's dope. That's so cool. I got mocap once <clears throat> uh, for some some guy in Seattle. Uh, mocap me <laughs> tap dancing, and I never saw the finished product. I don't know what he did with it. But <laughs> He's at home master. You never, yeah. <laughs> oh, finally! <laughs> whenever, whenever I hear anybody, he say, made his dream girl. Come on, my girl. like this, this guy in Seattle mocap me. I just like the only thing I can think of. Like I knew what you were talking about, but right, right. the only thing I can think of was like him, like. Taking like pictures and like videotaping you and like, like yeah. no, rubbing his the- crotch <laughs> as he's doing it. You know, yeah, like, that's good. Oh, that's sweet yeah. Jesus! Now turn around. Good, <laughs> good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any moves where you bend over a lot? Uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't know how tap dance works. I don't know how tap dance. Do that thing where you jump in the air and you're yeah, the goatsy. No, 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 no. Shh, shh, shh. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Just not gonna hurt you. Yeah. Do a little soft shoot for me. Yeah. Oh, that's good. What are you doing back there? No, 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 no. This is all part of the process. All part of the process. This is how I work. This is how I work. This is, uh, this is, just, this is just an artist's process right here. Shut up. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now do the splits. Yeah. Oh. Can you do yeah. it in the air so I can see your yeah, nuts yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. That mocap suit, Jesus. I wish I had I had worn a cod piece that day because, ugh, you never feel weirder than with a dude that you've only met once or twice, like... Seeing the I outline the of your wiener and some spandex and shit. Like, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. Uncomfortable feeling. 
Uh-oh. Rhett's starting to smoke. He's vaping. Oh, vaping. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you there's nicotine in that one. Oh, by the way. So do you guys vape? There's cocaine in that <laughs> one, Rhett. I forgot to tell you. I put my oh, shit. Oh. semen in there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't mind inhaling we my semen. Talking so Have hot. you ever started smoking semen before? It's really fun. It's great for you. And the nicotine your... is just from my semen. I mean, <laughs> semen's pretty much all protein, so it's like incredibly healthy, too. <laughs> you would not believe what it does for the sheen of the inside of your mouth. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I just... <laughs> 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 yeah, right. Now do Chewbacca. <laughs> now, now do the Chewbacca. <laughs> How did I do that? Fuck you, Bo. I can't do it. I'm not the voice guys, you little fucks. Well, I'm not a voice... I mean, he's a voice guy. I'm just the guy who gets bored. <laughs> Sound guy. I'm just ba- by myself a lot. And so. I, was the, I was the same guy as him, but I was just like, well, maybe I could make some money off this stupid shit. <laughs> Fuck, I knew it was something I missed. <laughs> well, didn't you want to go to clown school? <laughs> clown college? Oh, I actually... Uh, I went to this, like, I forget the name of it now. This is like 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, this was like you came up to a point in, in your life where you had all this money saved up, and you're like, I'm going to clown college. Well, and it's then like, I was like the idea of being a clown. the fuck out of here. Oh, no, like, um, <laughs> I had enough money saved up, and I looked up all these, like, clown schools. There wasn't really none in the area, but there's one down in Las Vegas. It was, like, pretty much just, like, prestigious. It wasn't the Barnum and Bailey clown school, but they. They ship out a lot of their graduates to Barnum and Bailey. That's dope. They're very prestigious. It was like five grand at the time. And I actually had like well, that's, that. That's way less expensive than I thought. This is 12, 13 years ago. Oh, okay. But that, that's just to go to class. and they, they don't pay for your room. Board. You have to, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like that's separate. Yeah, that's how my music school was. I had, to, I had to have my own apartment. You know, it was basically like a trade school that I moved to Los Angeles for. Fucking. So anyways, I applied and you had to write this like long ass essay about why you want to be a clown. All this bullshit. <laughs> So I spent all this time doing it, and I, I got accepted, and I was like, fuck yeah. And then I decided to buy a van and go on tour with my band. <laughs> so it's like, uh, <laughs> I totally would have done the was same Was that thing. back in the Sela days? Or? Yeah. No. So it's like, I totally would have done the same In retrospect, like, I fuck, I really should have done that. <laughs> I was, saved up money, and I was like, well, let's get my life on track. Let's, i got to go Schmeckada. And fucking, you know, just because, you know, early 20s and I was That's playing That's what people bands tell you and, to do. Yeah, and uh, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And so I, I tried Shemekita for about three weeks. And then I, whatever that thing is where you can, like, go and then still get your money back. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I got my money back. And I was like, I don't give a sh-. Second day, I was like, I'm a goddamn adult. I'm 20 years old. Why am I waking up early to go to class? Fuck this place. Yeah. I'm going to go get a job delivering pizzas. <laughs> 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 which is, which was a rad job because I was like, I was like, ni- no, I was 19. Yeah, 19 years old, delivering pizzas, working like 35 hours a week, you know, get tips, get whatever, living at home with my mom. And then you bands. were like those lucky pizza delivery guy and you walk in and then they're like, hey. I'm naked. Come fuck me, pizza delivery man. And you're like, oh, never had that happen. I'm sorry, Mr. Stevens, but, uh, <laughs> dad, put your clothes back on. Jesus. Uh, Mom, uh, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, one of my, one of my favorite jobs I ever had. I mean, there was definitely like, Hey, we're having a party here. Here's a beer. Here's some, here's a nug of weed. Cause we don't have extra money to tip you or something like yeah. that. But, uh, you know, uh, or, or there were, there were, there was definitely a couple times at those apartments, like right by Shemekada, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where there were some girls that were going there that, like, I went, you know, I delivered them, they're like, oh, hi. Because I was once, I once looked like Joel Rowe. I was billed exactly like him. <laughs> and, you know, I had a six pack of abs, you know. Does Joel Rowe have a six pack? <laughs> 
he has to with that little amount of body fat. <laughs> Not because he's buff, but because he just has no body fat. Like, I had like 3% body fat. Just eating pizza, drinking beer, not giving a fuck. And then I was like, this will never go wrong. <laughs> Cut to 10 years later. Um, and, uh, <laughs> fuck. but yeah, there was, there was one specific time I went to this girl and I, I wasn't getting it. She's like, so, uh, what's your cell phone number? Cause this is back in, uh, when, uh, Nokia were, they, it was like those sort of, brick, yeah, those brick phones that had like the Game Boy screen on them, yeah, basically. Yeah. And, you know, you had Snake that yeah, you could play. Yeah. And she was like, what's your cell phone number? Do you have a cell phone? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, write it on my board. What time do you get off? And I was like, I'll uh, get off right now. 11.30? And she's like, cool, I'll call you at 11.30. And I was like, why? She's like, I've got some beers. You know, we could come over. You can come back over and hang out and you stuff. You can come and over and come over. Yeah, and I was like, so oblivious. I'm just like. <laughs> I remember those days. Okay. I was the same way. All right. That's why, that's why she I... called me. I went over. We hung out. We watched a movie on her couch. She kept scooting closer to me. I kept my hands on my lap like fucking Forrest Gump. Hands <laughs> <laughs> down, one one on each leg, and just fucking. And she couldn't have been more putting the fucking moves on me. And I was just like, that, that was a very enjoyable film. I must get up early to open the store tomorrow. You wanna Goodbye. Hear my, you want to hear my thoughts on this piece of cinema? <laughs> She's like, do you want me to blow you in the dark? I'm like, no, that seems a little forward. Blow me? Wait a minute. What does that mean? Uh, what? <laughs> Hello? Uh, yeah. Love fucking doing pizza delivery. Yeah. Um, I've never had a job that I've really enjoyed thoroughly, I guess. But no? What do you do? Uh, okay. Well, I haven't talked about it. At, I've been trying you don't to have work. To talk about it. On no, no, no. It's fine. Uh, I quit. I quit my job uh, a few months ago, and now I'm. I just. I work at a, like a law office as oh. like a clerk, and I do. I do a bunch. I'm a technician at another thing, and and a couple at another other thing. Good. Good. Yeah. 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 But before that, I were, I was at loss prevention. You take semen samples, don't yeah. you? Yeah. No, I take them in my mouth and my butthole. <laughs> Here's a magazine. My body, my Doctor, neck, are you sure that's how we're supposed to get do this? Yes, two fingers. Two fingers came. last time, Rhett. <laughs> Suck that dude's dick and spit it into the cup. I got a prostate exam from the doctor the other day. Had both of his hands on his hip. Damn dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked about it. I've been working on jokes for it at comedy. But I did. I did loss prevention and okay. security and shit for a year. That was like my profession. Oh, that's right. I heard you guys talk about yeah security. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the problem is, is I don't know how people would react to me like telling jokes about like busting people who are like shoplifting because I feel like a lot of people in the audience like might be shoplifters just like looking at them, you know. So. <laughs> Why don't you work that in? I'm uneasy about telling you guys just because to me you all look like shoplifters, but and then you know, just totally do that. I guess that's that a great be way in. I guess uh, my number one problem is I I feel like I alienate the audience a lot, totally. like with my jokes, and I'm just like I'm better than you, and then everyone's like you're not funny, hack, Get the fuck off the stage. Oh, so you can hear me? <laughs> yeah, I just try to tune you out. <laughs> Oh, well, as long as you're hearing me from the stage. Yeah. But no, that's a good I should try. How long, how long have you been? You started in April? Yeah, it was like March or April or March something or April. like that. What made you want to do it? Like when I was doing the Jesse Ventura thing, we got off <coughs> We got off of that. Yeah. Uh, but that, what, no, what made that, you want to come down? And that day, I don't know if he's ever hosted since then, but that day, Dan Kinnison was the host. Oh, yeah. yeah. He hosts occasionally. Does he? He's never hosted for me since. So... Yeah. Um, I don't, honestly, what made me want to do it is just fucking listening to podcasts and shit. Kevin Smith, uh, Chris Hardwick, right? You know, all these people who are just like 
Yeah, no, it's really, but you know, oh, Joe Rogan, of course, like, oh, if you ever want to do it, you just got to go do it. It's the only thing that you have to just go do. And then, and then one day I was just like, I'm going to give it a go. And I, I had quit my job. Uh, literally the first time I did stand up was the first day I quit my job that day. Uh, security? Yeah, loss gotcha. prevention. And I, that, I had just Sorry, found out. Loss prevention? Yeah. I'd, Mall cop? It, uh, for, it was a smaller store. I worked at Sportsman's Warehouse. Oh, okay. And um, Oh, so you were that twat that was like, you just walked around in street clothes? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, were, I also worked at Food for Less nice. at one point. For... Oh, okay. So is it like a company and then they contract No, no, no. no. I worked for Food for Less, the company Food for Less. So before when I did security, yeah, we were a contract company. Okay. Uh, The company I worked for was called Securitas. And we had contracts throughout all the fucking place. Sounds like And I just jumped all over the place. But then when I got into loss prevention, I worked for Food for Less, the company. Oh, gotcha. Like they signed my checks. And then I got a job at Sportsman's and they signed my checks. Old Bill Food for Less signing your check. (laughs) I'd like that's to think right. that's his actual last name. <laughs> no, his, his name is Bill. No, it's Bob, actually. Oh, Jesus. Bill? No, I don't remember. I don't fucking know. I fucking hated that place. It was miserable. Uh, food for less, I had to walk around a lot. A sportsman's oh. Warehouse uh, was less... It was actually all... Did you have a creepy video uh, yeah. office? Yeah. Nice. Let's zoom in on the... Oh, hey. <laughs> What's up, sports bras? I gotta, uh, this is a funny One time my boss... He must work out. My old boss at Sportsman's... <laughs> he must work out. <laughs> Fucking dumb and dumber. Do more curls. <laughs> my old boss at Sportsman's, he used to work at G.I. Joe way back in the day. Yeah. And he got there, and then like one day he's working the cameras, and he was telling me, like, one day... It was a slow day, so it was all fucking TNA on the cameras, just like zooming in, you know. And then the next day, and he had always, you got to know the guy, because he's a super great guy, but he always wanted to work for the FBI. Like, that was his dream. Oh, wow. And he fucking, and he was like 18 years old, working at G.I. Joe's, TNA, for 12 hours on uh, on the cameras at G.I. Joe's. Right. And the fucking FBI comes in the very next day. And he's like, of course, I'll help you with whatever you guys need. No, of course. What, what do you guys need? And they're like, we need to look at all the footage from yesterday. And he's like, no. <laughs> and nobody, Like yesterday, yesterday? <laughs> and nobody said anything. Nobody said anything to him, but they reviewed the entire day's worth of footage. And it was literally just tits and ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's and nobody was like. What what did you do yesterday? No one said a goddamn thing. Uh, nothing. That was just that protocol. See if they were stuffing it down their pants yeah. or down their shirt. <laughs> they didn't. I think uh, <laughs> due to my efforts. Uh, double checking. Huh? Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucking funny as shit. Yeah, but uh, like yeah, getting that that's like getting that call. Like, like Dave Dave Grohl said at the beginning of the Sound City documentary, where it's like you're watching your favorite band or whatever and the somebody from the band comes out our drummer just you know broke his arm can anybody play all of our songs and you're like i can and then you're a hero <laughs> yeah he's like oh finally the fbi <laughs> yeah this is exact and then he literally when yesterday he showed though up, Ooh, <laughs> jesus uh, you sure you didn't mean another store <laughs> this location <laughs> and you just have to know the guy because because he did later on, he joined the he joined the military. He became a cop for a short time, and he was just set. Yeah, and and but he always wanted to join the FBI, and he said his dreams just crashed around his ears <laughs> that day. I just want one of those goddamn jackets to say FBI on the back. <laughs> oh man, it's that's pretty so fucked funny. up. That's that's fucking funny as shit. Yeah. I love it. What, but, what was your first What was your first joke you told on stage? Uh, the first joke I told. 
my opener. Like the first joke I told sure. was, uh, "Hey guys, uh, my name is Rhett Weisenfeld." Oh, actually, my first joke might have been a joke about names because uh. a guy named Brett had just gone before me, no. and Dash Thompson was before that. Okay, and I did this whole joke about like my name, like Dash Thompson. You know, he slices, he dices, he has kung fu grip. And then Brett. And I said, I wish my parents had the audacity to put a B before my name. They couldn't even be bothered. And then I told a joke about, because the guy was from Newburgh. So I told a joke about this place I worked in Newburgh where the guy's arm got cut off. Oh, I remember this. And he said, and and the punchline to the joke, someone asked him because he was struggling. He's like, do you need a hand? And he doesn't have a hand anymore. That was my joke. <laughs> and then I opened with, by the way, you know, I was like, I- I'm glad to see a lot of familiar faces out here. You guys don't know me, but I've been watching you. You might recognize me from that guy who's been watching out of the corner of your eye. Like that was that was my joke. I'm not funny, so <laughs> you, you might remember me from uh, such video camera moments as <laughs> me zooming in on you. <laughs> It's Sportsman's Warehouse. <laughs> uh, you've made it onto my video compil- uh, compilation called TNA, uh, February 15th. Hey, Tiffany. <laughs> How are those Nikes you bought yesterday? Good? What? I did buy Nike. Oh, yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, I'm Rhett Weisenfeffel. And, uh, <laughs> my gym teacher used to call me Rhett Weisensmells. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, oh. Was big burly man. Uh, no, he was a short guy. Oh, okay, he was—he was just a funny guy. Right? He wasn't. Was how? How do you actually say your last name? Weisenfels. Weisenfels. Got it. You can hear Jared say it every week on Tuesday. Yeah, I, I leave. <laughs> I go home. Usually. <laughs> yeah. There's Have you go- ever come down no. on Tuesday? No. No, I haven't really allowed him to yet. I well, then my work schedule, like Wednesdays, are like my I start work at like three thirty four. Oh, gotcha. AM, so I'm like, always truck, right? Yeah. yeah, I drive semi. Yeah, for a specific company, or, or yeah. are you freelance? Or? No, I, I drive for Clean Harbors. I could say it now. Fuck okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> no, I own that fucking company. <laughs> <laughs> Been secretly buying fucking stock. You know, I don't know. Um, not much. There's not. There's not, not much funny going on. Dude, you would be hilarious though. I think you got it. I, I think I've, I've tried. I've tried stand up once. I've slowly come to grips with the fact that I just I don't have it naturally. Like I think when I'm riffing on people, I feel like I'm pretty funny. I can get some laughs, but upstage, like in a fucking vacuum, where your only thing to go off of is like chuckles from the audience. Like I just right. don't. I don't have the natural no. thing. So well, I I tried it once and it was. I didn't get booed. It was something so much worse. It was just complete silence. Mm. I was like, I would have much rather gotten booed and heckled. I've uh, I've had that experience. Very little at Cap City, as far as quietness, but I have had it in my life, just because I've been a performer all of my life, and I've been on stage since I was a very, very young kid. So being on stage and, and talk, my dad's uh, a radio and, and television dude, so I've always been around cameras or production yeah. or on the radio with my dad, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it's never, uh, you know, been in front of the camera, behind the camera on productions and that sort of stuff. But uh, um, I've never, um, there you go. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> no. Nice no? try, though. Oh. I, I thought uh, you were going, and then... I think he was asking me if I want another beer. Oh. Kane's got it. Okay. Keep talking. Sorry. Friendship talk. 
your your guys' signals. Oh, wow, you got that fridge fully stocked and loaded, I see. Do you want anything? No, I was just making fun of you because there's nothing in the door of your fridge. <laughs> yeah, it only it's has usually beer like where, it. It has beer and like a quarter of a <laughs> loaf of banana bread. <laughs> and Jesus. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the quiet thing is rough because... I've had nights for sure where there was not a lot. Like my first Friday night set, I was doing well. I think I'd, I it was my fifth time ever going up, and I was doing well. And there were just, for whatever reason, there was just no one there. There was like yeah. 12 people there, and one of them was my wife, her brother, and uh, his wife. And, like, and they sat in the front. Uh-huh. And you know me. Yeah. I'm fairly robust on stage. Yeah. And I went up and straight fucking ate a dick for ten minutes. Just <laughs> and um and I so, think I heard you talk about that with Jared on Yo, about. totally, it yeah. It's just it, like one of those things like and your wife was like, Really? Like people think you're funny? <laughs> yeah, totally. Because afterwards they're like, Yeah, so this is what you do on Tuesdays? I was like, No, it's way it's better because you, you're say you say when you come back from Tuesdays that people laugh. And I, no one laughed. Here. I never say that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just weird because I could see them because it was the old setup, and I could see them right there. Yeah. And her family and I are cool, like, but they're f- just different people. They yeah. all work with their hands. They all work, you know. They they're all builders. They're of not stuff. entertainers. Yeah, they're all builders of stuff, and so it's like I'm the odd man out, and so I'm sitting there, and I could just see the look make me laugh. Come on. And, yeah. and then I'm like, S- and then, um, so do you write everything out or do you, uh, it depends. Or, or did you just go up and like, you have a sentence and you're like, all right, let's make this work. Uh, I mean, I keep a little notebook with, oh. you know, thoughts and shit that I yeah, have your, your diary and I got my fucking Evernote app and I fucking, if I have a funny idea, I jot it down. If I say something funny on the podcast, I jot it down and I try to flesh it out and do a full joke. If I can, my least successful jokes are the ones that I write out. Like verbatim, you know, verbatim, yeah, and then and then I tighten it down, and then I tighten it down, and then I tighten it down, and I go up there, and I'm like fucking on stage, like a, as an actor, just reading a script. Yeah, those have been my least successful ones. Yeah, that shit's tough because like Jesse, that's what Jesse does. Yeah, and he does it well, and but he just knows how to perform it. You know, know. And that's what my buddy Richard does too. Yeah, like he, they just you know write everything out and then it's like what George Carlin did. It it was a comedic monologue essentially is what mm-hmm. his stand up was. Um, yeah, you know, and whereas I go up and I had three new premises on Tuesday that I wanted to fucking work on. Yeah. And then I went up and just roasted the fucking people before me <laughs> instead. Yeah. Because everybody was commenting about the person before and I, and then commenting on dash and my mentality, uh, cause I'm a jerk <laughs> is, is like, well, let's put this to bed. So Jared doesn't have to fucking deal with this. all. like, I'm going to go up and I'm going to roast all the p- p- people before. Yeah. And hopefully everyone goes, well, it's not going to get better than that, so I'm just not going to make fun of it. That's pretty much what happened. Which is I, good. I gave I gave Dash a compliment. I did the What'd kung you do fu. That for? I did the kung fu grip joke. Oh, okay. And then said his parents had high hopes for him. I'd imagine that they probably thought he'd make a good addition to GI Joe to fight Cobra Commander with a name like Dash Thompson. I don't know. It wasn't funny, but and then he goes Clearly. up after he goes up. Yeah, <laughs> he goes up after me and he fucking just reams me. He's like, "You look like a hillbilly Bruce Wayne." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said that. Yeah. Here, hey, Kate. Here's some behind the scenes info info for you. I came up with that joke and texted it to Dash. That was my joke, and was I that fucking really? roasted you. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
I was well, like, I was that's like, funny. I was like, it's tell- funny because <laughs> my buddy went with me, and every time I've gone there, you fucking, you've always had something witty to. Every time he's been there with oh, me, yeah. you've always had something funny to say about me. Right. Uh, I think Jared's always had fu- something. I can funny see Red right over there in the crowd. Because he's got that stupid hat That's on. That's what you fucking said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny about that we've been making fun of him in that stupid hat for years. Hey, hey, that's it for part one. Make sure you stick around and come back to hear the rest of our podcast uh, with Bentley Michaels in episode 63, part B.